Chapter Nine of the First Violin. This LibriVox recording is in the public domain. The First Violin by Jessie Fothergill. Chapter Nine. Herr von Franzius. When Miss Hallam heard from Anna Sartorius that my singing had evidently struck Herr von Franzius, and of his intended visit, she looked pleased, so pleased that I was surprised. He came the following afternoon at the time he had specified now in the broad daylight and apart from his official professional manner i found the herr director still different from the man of last night and yet the same he looked even younger now than on the estrade last night and quiet though his demeanour was attuned to a gentlemanly calm and evenness there was still the one thing the cool hard glance left to unite him with the dark somewhat sinister-looking personage who had cast his eyes round our circle last night and told us to sing as if we were damned miss hallam this is herr von francius said i he speaks english i added von francius glanced from her to me with a somewhat inquiring expression miss hallam received him graciously and they talked about all sorts of trifles while i sat by in seemly silence till at last Miss Hallam said, "'Can you give me any opinion upon Miss Wedderburn's voice?' "'Scarcely until I have given it another trial. She seems to have had no training.' "'No, that is true,' she said, and proceeded to inform him casually that she wished me to have every advantage I could get from my stay in Elbertal, and must put the matter into his hands. Von Francius looked pleased. For my part, I was deeply moved.' miss hallam's generosity to one so stupid and ignorant touched me nearly von francius pausing a short time at last said i must try her voice again as i remarked last night i was struck with her sense of the dramatic point of what we were singing a quality which i do not often find in my pupils i think mein fraulein that with care and study you might take a place on the stage the stage i repeated startled and thinking of courvoisier's words but von francius had been reckoning without his host when miss hallam spoke of putting the matter into his hands she understood the words in her own sense the stage said she with a slight shiver that is quite out of the question miss wedderburn is a young lady not an actress so then it is impossible to be both in your country said he with polite sarcasm i spoke as simple künstler artist i was not thinking of anything else i do not think that nadege's fraulein will ever make a good singer of mere songs she requires emotion to bring out her best powers a little passion a little scope for acting and abandon before she can attain the full extent of her talent he spoke in the most matter-of-fact way and i trembled i feared lest this dismay of what miss hallam would consider little short of indecent laxity of bohemianism would shock her so much that i should lose everything by it it was not so however passion abandon i think you could not understand what you are talking about said she my dear sir you must understand that those kind of things may be all very well for one set of people 
but not for that class to which miss wedderburn belongs her father is a clergyman von francius bowed as if he did not quite see what that had to do with it in short that idea is impossible i tell you plainly she may learn as much as she likes but she will never be allowed to go upon the stage then she may teach said he inquiringly certainly i believe that is what she wishes to do in any case if necessary she may teach but she may not act said he reflectively so be it then only he added as if making a last effort i would just mention that apart from artistic considerations while a lady may wear herself out as a poorly paid teacher a prima donna miss hallam smiled with calm disdain it is not of the least use to speak of such a thing you and i look at the matter from quite different points of view and to argue about it would only be to waste time von francis with a sarcastic ambitious smile turned to me and what mein fraulein i no i agree with miss hallam i murmured not really having found myself able to think about it at all but conscious that opposition was useless and besides i did shrink away from the ideas conjured up by that word the stage so said he with a little bow and half smile also i must try to make the round man fit into the square hole the first thing will be another trial of your voice then i must see how many lessons a week you will require and must give you instructions about practising you must understand that this is not pleasure or child's play which you are undertaking it is a work in order to accomplish which you must strain every nerve and give up everything which in any way interferes with it i don't know whether i will have time for it i murmured looking doubtfully towards miss hallam yes may you will have time for it was all she said is there a piano in the house said von francius but yes certainly fraulein sartorius has one she will lend it to us for half an hour if you are at liberty mein fraulein just now certainly said i following him as he told miss hallam that he would see her again as he knocked at the door of hannah's sitting-room she came out dressed for walking ach fraulein will you allow us the use of your piano for a few minutes bitten said she motioning us into the room i'm sorry i have an engagement and must leave you do not let us keep you on any account said he with touching politeness and she went out desto besser he observed shrugging his shoulders he took off his gloves with rather an impatient gesture seated himself at the piano and struck some chords in an annoyed manner who is that old woman he inquired looking up at me any relation of yours no oh, oh no i am her companion so and you mean to let her prevent you from following the career you have a talent for if i do not do as she wishes i shall have no chance of following any career at all said i and besides how does any one know that i have a talent for for what you say i know it that is why i said it 
I wish I could persuade that old lady to my way of thinking, he added. I wish you were out of her hands and in mine. Now we shall see. It was not a very long trial that he gave me. We soon rose from the piano. Tomorrow at eleven I come to give you a lesson, said he. I am going to talk to Miss Hallam now. You please not come. I wish to see her alone, and I can manage her better by myself, nicht wahr? Thank you, said I, in a subdued tone. You must have a piano, too, he added, and we must have the room to ourselves. I allow no third person to be present in my private lessons, but go on the principle of Paul Hayes's hero, Edwin, either in open lecture or utter via augen. With that, he held the door open for me, and as I turned into my room, shook hands with me in a friendly manner bidding me accept him on the morrow certainly i decided herr von francius was rather unlike any one i had ever seen before and how awfully cool he was and self-possessed i liked him well though the next morning herr von francius gave me my first lesson and after that i had one from him nearly every day as teacher and as acquaintance he was as it were two different men as teacher he was strict severe gave much blame and little praise but when he did once praise me i remember i carried the remembrance of it with me for days as a ray of sunshine he seemed never surprised to find how much work had been prepared for him although he would express displeasure sometimes at its quality he was a teacher whom it was impossible not to respect whom one obeyed by instinct as man as acquaintance i knew little of him though i heard much idle tales which it would be as idle to repeat they chiefly related to his domineering disposition and determination to go his own way and disregard that of others in this fashion my life became busy enough End of chapter 9